Hey guys, welcome to episode 2 of Climbing the Curve. First of all, apologies that it's taken me so long to record this with the stream and the YouTube videos and everything else that was going on in my life. Uh, it's taking me a while to get here, um, but now we're back and today we're going to be talking about third-party tools. If this is your first time uh, tuning in, my name is Oz. I am uh, now an EVE Partner content creator. Um, CCP has created an EVE Partnership uh, program to support content creators, uh, which is uh, fantastic. And so I stream on Twitch um, at Oz underscore EVE and also on YouTube slash uh, Oz EVE. Uh, I create mainly content for, for new players uh, and market traders. So. Um, I have a large investment fund that I run uh, where I invest uh, a lot of money from the community into the markets. I show it all on stream. Uh, and so um, stop by if you're interested in that. So as I said, today we're going to be focusing on third-party tools. And what I mean by that is any tools that uh, are not part of the game that have been created by developers in the EVE community to um, help you enjoy the game better, do something easier in-game, uh, or make you better players overall. Um, there are thousands of these out there, so we're not going to be able to talk about all of them, obviously. But I'm going to pick out a few that I like to use that I have seen recommended in our community. Um, so they will definitely be a, a biased focus on uh, on trading tools, probably, and uh, and more generalist tools. Um, and uh, you know, happy to have a discussion on uh, additional tools uh, on the on the various uh, channels that we have in the community. If you're not part of the Discord yet, um, then I urge you to uh, become part of our Discord. There's over a thousand uh, traders and generally nice people of the EVE community in there. Uh, so if you uh, look at the, the, the show notes um, or on any of the, the Twitch or YouTube channels, then you can find links to our Discord there. So come on over and join the discussion. So let's jump right in with the first tool. So if you've been watching my stream or my YouTube videos, then it's not going to come uh, as a surprise that my first pick is uh, Jeeve Assets. Um, that is J-Eve Assets. It's a Java application that helps you track your assets, your transactions, your, your contracts, your net worth, your orders, anything that really uh, could be tracked about your characters, uh, you can track in there. I really, really enjoy their net worth tracking graph, for example, or their asset tracking where you can just search uh, your assets all across EVE, all across all of your uh, characters. Um, it's immensely useful and you can use that data, copy it out of there into various spreadsheets, um, which makes it uh, a, a really, really great, um, let's call it centerpiece for your uh, character management. One thing I really like about Chief Assets is its uh, its ease of use. I mean, it's very user-friendly. It's very easy to set up profiles and, and characters. It only takes you a few minutes. It has a dark mode. Uh, it has various tools. It has EVE UI integration. So I think if you compare it to other tools in the community, um, they've just done so many things right that um, I think it, it deserves the, the, the first spot on this podcast. So check out Jeeve Assets. Um, I highly recommend it and I use it every day. So the second tool I want to mention today is also not going to be a surprise if you regularly watch my stream or, or videos. And that's adam4eve.eu. So adam and the number four and eve.eu. The reason it's so fantastic is because it has a, a true depth in market information about EVE. 
It has a margin finder that uh, is my favorite tool for finding items to trade in. Um, it has a market trend section where you can look at various uh, markets in EVE, um, various uh, item categories and uh, the market direction that they're going into. It has a section on market hubs, which market hubs are uh, how big and uh, how are they developing. Um, you know, you can look at contract prices, you can analyze contracts and see uh, what the profits uh, of them are going to be. Uh, you can look at trade volume by region and so on and so on. So anything that you could imagine, any data that you would want to know about the EVE markets, if it's available uh, through the API, then it is available on Atom for EVE. Now, when you first start using it, uh, it can be quite daunting because it's not uh, as straightforward as uh, as other other tools in EVE. But I've made quite a few uh, YouTube videos uh, and guides on how to use it to identify trade items, for example, or how to use it uh, to um, look at various market trends. So if you are confused and want to learn, then uh, just go to YouTube slash OzEve and uh, look at some of the Adam for Eve videos that I've posted there. The third tool I want to mention today is fuzzwork.co.uk. So F-U-Z-Z-W-O-R-K.co.uk. And this site is run by former CSM member Steve Ronukin. And um, the reason I like it is because it combines a lot of useful tools on one page. So for example, a calculator for blueprints um, to see uh, what the production costs for various blueprints are. That is very, very useful, not only for production, but also for trading to know the real value of an item. It has a great LP store section. So if you want to understand what the best items are for your LP to trade in for, then uh, that is a great place to go. Also, if you don't understand where certain items come from, you can search for them there. On top of that, you have a ton of manufacturing and, uh, and mining uh, slash harvesting tools that he's got out there on his site. So go check that out. Um, if if in industry or trading is your thing, um, you will definitely find something useful there. And it's uh, fantastic that uh, to have all of that combined on, on one site. So the next tool is uh, extremely popular among most uh, EVE players, and that is zkillboard.com. So this site has information on every single kill that is happening uh, inside of EVE. So uh, there are a ton of ways to use this. Um, first of all, most people use this to brag, um, but you can also use it for trading to see which ships are being flown, uh, what fits are dying, um, whether players are dangerous uh, or snugly, as they're called in there. So Z Killboard is definitely your number one source of information for anything kills in EVE Online. So while we're talking about very popular tools, um, let me mention evemaps.dotland.net. Uh, this is your uh, one-stop shop for navigation. Um, if you are planning your way around Eve and need the quickest route or the safest route, or you want to understand um, the sovereignty of uh, various regions uh, within Eve, um, or even look for alliances and corporations that are uh, growing or shrinking, this is your place to go. Um, very, very easy to use. Um, it's been around for a long time, so really recommend it uh, for anything uh, that has to do with uh, navigation or geography within Eve. Next, we have evepraisal.com. 
there are a ton of tools out there where you can take inventory or contract dumps and post them into a tool to evaluate uh, the contents. Uh, the one that does it, I think the easiest and, and most user-friendly is Eve Prazel. Uh, it's very, very popular. A lot of people are using it. Uh, you can uh, dump the stuff in there and then use various uh, links and permalinks to post that back into the game uh, or into other tools. So very, very popular and useful, evepraisal.com. Now, if you're looking for fits to use uh, in your daily gameplay for uh, PvP or PvE, uh, then eveworkbench.com is your place. This is um, where people can uh, design fits, upload their fits, um, others can, can rate them, uh, and you can search them. And that is uh, a very, very useful thing because uh, a lot of times you don't have the time to go through all of the research that it takes to um, put a nice fit together for a purpose. So here you can go search the library, pick a fit, uh, copy it into the game and uh, and get going. So very useful tool, eveworkbench.com. Now, if you do want to design the fit yourself, then I can recommend Pyfa, uh, P-Y-F-A. This is a tool that you can download um, that has all of the ships and modules where you can uh, mess around, design your own fits, and then uh, export them to the game. Very, very popular tools. You will uh, see a lot of people referring to Pyfa uh, in-game. Um, and uh, I've heard of quite a few people that spent more time in Pyfa than, um, than in-game, uh, which uh, is something that I completely understand because I certainly spent more time in spreadsheets than, than in the game. Uh, but hey, that's uh, Eve for you. If you're looking for a tool to manage your skill queue uh, outside of the game, then I can recommend Evemon, E-V-E-M-O-N. This is a tool available for Windows only, I think. Um, here you can uh, manage the, the best order for your skills and the, the implants uh, and uh, attribute distribution. Um, so uh, in the beginning, a lot of people neglect uh, this, but um, if you do this right, it can shave uh, weeks and months off uh, your ability to fly certain ships or do certain things in game. So I think it, uh, it's worth it looking into Evemon or other uh, skill management, um, skill queue management tools outside of the game. Now, when it comes to very simple market data or profit tracking, you guys know that I have my uh, own tool out there, my own spreadsheet that uh, I make available for free. If you want something that is more out of the box, uh, that that is web-based, then you can check out Eve Marketer or Eve Tycoon or even Eve Mogul. Um, any of them will help you keep track of your, your transactions, of market prices, and some of them also do profits. So there it just depends on uh, which of those tools you feel more comfortable with and what you're looking for. Um, so go check them out uh, or download my sheet, um, whatever floats your boat. If you're looking for a site that has all information in one place uh, and can teach you a thing or two and also has their own list of useful third-party tools, then obviously you have to look at wiki.eveuniversity.org. If you're playing the game, I'm guessing you've already found it, but if you haven't, check out Eve University, uh, awesome institution and uh, very, very helpful, especially to new players. So before we talk to our guest today about the potentially best looking tool uh, in EVE out there, uh, let me just mention the Neocom 2 app. This is an app that is available for iOS only. 
Um, while there is a an official app called Eve Portal, um, that app um, is nice looking but not as use, useful. The official app is great for managing your skill queue, which is the only place where you can actually do that on a, outside of the game. But the Neocom 2 app um, additionally has very, very good market tools. You can look at your, your orders, your wealth, your transactions, and uh, that is something that I use absolutely every day. So if you do have an iPhone, then I recommend downloading the Neocom 2 app and supporting it because it's, uh, it's, a, it's an awesome addition to the EVE tool landscape. So our, our guest today is uh, is Vitor Vitor Nara. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Vitor, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't make up this name. It's from Mass Effect, so I don't know how to pronounce it perfectly either. Ah, all right, perfect. I played a Mass Effect game like many years ago, but only one. I think three. I think it was. Uh, I really like them. That's why I chose a name from them. Cool. So Vitor, uh, what you do in game is you you created a really, really cool tool that I love to use. And that's why I uh, asked uh, to have an interview with you because you you created the uh, the Abyss Tracker. And we'll, we'll talk about that tool in a little bit more. But can you just uh, take a few minutes to introduce yourself? Like how long have you been playing? What do you do in game? That sort of stuff? Yeah, of course. I've, I found Eve in a pop-up on Steam. And since I like space and I like RPGs, I wanted to try it. And they just pulled me in instantly. Uh, I found a low sec pirate group really early in the game. And I basically just flew Tristans for you for a year. It was very good for a while. Unfortunately, that gang broke up. Since then, mostly just stayed for the community. Not really the in-game content. But it's fine because I found the eventy guys uh, when I first flew to Nottingham. About organizing one of the alliance tournaments. And then I sometimes lady for a few months, then sometimes I won the game for a few months, and uh, it's been going uh, on and off. But I'm always active in the Discord communities, so that didn't change. Yeah, I feel the same. I, uh, I I came for the game and definitely now, especially creating content like you are as well, it's much more about the community than the game itself uh, in the end. Uh, and my family status changed, so now I have a kid. And when I play EVE, I like to play it for hours without doing anything else and just concentrating on it, letting it boom in. But now I can't do that because I, I just don't have the time for it with the feeling that I can be interrupted anytime. They can't afford to just like fly into a wormhole with the fear of the kid waking up from an app or something like this. So this is why being a third party dev, is, it's a good EVE, how to say this good eve profession yeah no i feel you i i, I feel you with the uh, uh with the with the family as well i'm in i'm in the exact same situation we were talking about that earlier i feel like there are just some activities in game that i can't do anymore like i used to so that's why now i do a lot of trading uh and uh and even abyssal space because it's it's time box although I've lost quite a few ships in abyssal space because my kid wakes up from a nap. That uh, that 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 does happen. That's why I don't fly expensive kilos anymore. Yes, but abyss is, is quite a big help because I can ask my wife to okay next twenty minutes maximum just let me play a bit and then I have twenty minutes and abyss run is kind of enough to fit there even if I don't wait the plex just to actually fly a ship sometimes. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think the way they've they've moved with the Bissell space is is really great because it does allow for a little bit more of that that time box stuff, even if it goes away a little bit of the the original principle of a sandbox. And but I think they did it so well that that most people really like it. Yes, it's not exclusive, so it it doesn't hurt the original time uh, sandbox. I think that's why it's so good absolutely exactly like the proving ground events yeah yeah i have i have nothing but love for it for sure <laughs> so um speaking of abyssal space you you created the 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 abyss tracker can you uh those for those that are maybe not using it yet uh, i show it all the time on my stream so all my uh, uh my viewers will know it but uh, for those that that don't use it can you introduce it yes of course i intended it to be a central website for all abyss related content so you can save your Abyss loot, upload your Abyss outfits, and you can choose what you share of these with others. So in the end, it will provide you with your personal statistics. But the real value of it is aggregating the data anonymously from everyone who provided their runs or fits. And currently we have over 60,000 submissions. So now we have a good idea of what kind of items drop from leech tiers and types and what are the drop rates, what are their average and mean loot values. And actually the next patch I'm building is, is going to provide so much more detailed information about this weather data. The patch will be called weather forecast, even though it's mostly historic data and no forecast. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I absolutely love your tool. So uh, let me take this opportunity to say thank you for that, for, for developing it. It's uh, I use it all the time. And and I, I don't only use it for, for running Abyssal Space and tracking my runs, but I also use it to you know gain some intelligence on, on market data, on what fits are going to be popular, etc. Have you, when you build it, when you build the tool, did you have those types of uses in mind or was it basically about uh, tracking your own stuff and, and sharing the data a little bit? When I first thought of the Abyss Tracker as a tool, I was just recording my runs into an Excel spreadsheet. And uh, since I'm very bad with spreadsheets, but I'm adept with databases, I was thinking how much easier would it be if I could calculate my disk per hour in Excel, but in a database, and then it just snapped that, wait, I can actually do this really quickly. So that's how that's how it first started. I just published it on Reddit because I thought, hey, it's useful for me, maybe it's useful for others. But currently we have 400 daily users, which is a huge number. I never expected it. The only thing I expected was definitely not market traders. It was gankers trying to find high-value fits and the people running them. That's right. why uh, there are so many runs with virtually everything hidden on them. So hidden fit, hidden user, but this was slightly not an issue. The, the fact that you told me that you use it for market trading is a very nice bonus. Uh, I, that was the last thing I expected. But maybe if you tell me to use it for exactly, maybe I can build it in a way that it's useful for more traders as well. So we can go go forward this way too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the the uh, what we use it for in the in the trading community and and on my stream is to to have a look one. What's the activity level like? So you want to we trade a lot in filaments and filaments are quite profitable to trade in because they fluctuate in value quite a bit and they follow supply and demand rules quite dynamically. To know which ones are going to be the, the hottest ones next or which fits are popular right now. And the overall level of activity is just super useful. And your your site and your tool is the best way, quickest way of getting that information. So that that's really cool. 
this is absolutely something that I have not expected. When uh, so in the in the front page there is a, an activity graph, I think on, on a second just behind the yep. the current loot values. I always thought that it's just the usage on the site and it does not reflect how much Abyss runners are actually in game. I always thought that it's just how many Abyss runners know of the site, but I'm glad that that's not entirely the case. <laughs> well, the, what it does is, you know, it, it doesn't track the entire community, but it's a good indicator of whether those people that are serious about Abyss, are they using it more or less than they were, you know, a week or two ago? So that's, that's, that's what makes it quite useful. Uh, I see, I see. Well, they kind of dictate which fits are, are uh, mainstream. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a very few people that, that I think dictate where it goes. We saw that recently with that 900 million an hour YouTube video that, that came out and immediately started dictating the price of uh, electrical filaments and, and, and fit pieces. I actually missed that, but I will try to look it up. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's people running uh, retributions and deacons. I think I haven't done it myself, ah, but uh, yeah, it's 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 that that uh, that that fit. So, um, okay. what uh, what what role does the the abyssal lurkers Discord play, kind of in your community? I see you're active in there. You're probably getting a lot of uh, traffic from that community, right? I think almost all of the traffic comes from that community. Yeah. We are so intertwined that I didn't make separate Abyss Tracker Discord. I just asked if I can get channel in the Abyss Lurkers Discord. So we now share a Discord. It's not really a sharing Discord. I'm like renting a channel from them. <laughs> so the, the Lurkers community is much bigger than the Abyssal Tracker community. Nice symbiosis. Cool. Yeah. So do you... Uh... I, I hang around in the in-game chat channel and I, I sometimes answer questions or just say hi, but I'm not, not online a lot nowadays. Okay. And did I understand you correctly earlier that you said uh, you're not good with spreadsheets, so you made the tool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny because I'm I'm exactly the other way around. I'm very good with spreadsheets, and that's ninety percent of what I do in Eve. But then I would never know where to start with a with a tool. So it's a, I went exactly the other way. I didn't know how to create a tool, so I created a few spreadsheets that I'm sharing with the community that I hope are easy to use, but are definitely not as pretty as your tool. <laughs> well, spreadsheets are fine too. I think it's just two different tools for the same problem, and the spreadsheets are easier to to get right a fully built solution is is much harder to get right but if it's it's really good i think it can offer more value because i heard a good saying or tweet somewhere and it says that a database websites are just databases with a, with a skin <laughs> and it, you yeah. know, it has to change my mind meme <laughs> and then, yeah absolutely uh, I, I thought every tracker is exactly like that it's just a database with a skin yeah, absolutely. I, I see when using spreadsheets a lot, I run into uh, the problem of having too much data very quickly, right? If you do, if you collect data uh, for a few months, a lot of times you, you start reaching the limits of Google Sheets or, or Excel or whatever it is that you're using in spreadsheets. So there, I sometimes wish I was able to, um, to program databases, but yeah. It's not really difficult. If you know the hangs of spreadsheets, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I just S SQL in in college was the last thing I did with, with databases. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's the same thing that works with with Abyss Tracker, so it, it's not magic. We had about you think tool rollback uh, in the changelog 
part mm-hmm. of the website, uh, which starts with 1.7 and finishes with 1.15. It, now we are at 1.8, so mm-hmm. kind of at the beginning. With my current speed, I can deliver one, one of these patches one month, I think. But it, it can change. But the next next bigger patch is called the weather forecast. I have talked about it, which is in progress now. Now we have lots of raw data. Lots of it is historic. And I would like to just publish more of it in an aggregated, not aggregated, yes, aggregated Mm -hmm. fashion. So more pretty graphs, more raw data, more filtering options. And this is the goal of the next patch. Once, uh, if it's published, which I hope is still in December, then we are moving on to a user requested feature, which is just alt stats, and it's going to be 1.10. Nice. So, so tracking. Sorry, for Matt. So, so you mean like tracking the the, the runs and and aggregating different runs onto one character from different uh, in-game characters? Yes, yes, that's what's nice. going to happen, but it will not be public. It will just be a private one. So uh, when you sign in now, you see a stat screen that's a bit dated. And that's the screen that's going to be overhauled. And that screen will have an option of adding other characters to it. Nice. So, yeah, uh, that's the that's the plan, which I, I hope will work. Then we have a lot more ideas like upgrading the drop rates table to allow the big table of displaying individual columns, which is now not possible. Then we have an option of hiding runs entirely from the site and from guests. And once that is done, I will uh, try to make a guess of blueprints, of which one is worse to manufacture and which one is garbage, because now we... We don't have an idea about those. Yeah, I have a spreadsheet for that. <laughs> I, I have a spreadsheet that uh, where you can take the your abyssal loot, you can dump it in my spreadsheet, and it will tell you which VPCs to to keep and what the worth of them should be based on current market pricing and uh, and industry costs. So that is something that I'm doing outside of your tool right now in a spreadsheet. That would be fantastic if you did it inside the tool, although it's probably going to ruin quite a few markets that I'm uh, profitably abusing right now. <laughs> it will not be perfect because I will not take character skills or build locations into account. I think I will just use one of the readily available online calculators. Yeah. So it will maybe hurt your profits. That's okay. That's what I do every time on my stream. I always share all my profits, uh, profitable markets, and then every everyone starts investing. <laughs> you, you can always think about something else. The next one might be interesting for you personally, because that's going to be an API access. Yeah, that's going to be very cool. So API access to to data like like runs and everything. Yes, the site will will allow uh, users to create an API password for them. And they, they can use that to use it with, for example, Google Docs or Excel, other websites to pull data from Abyss loots, with drop rates, uh, item prices, static, static stats of, of the uh, weathers or historic data. So I will try to publish all of these, but they, uh, they will be anonymized. So it will not really contain any character IDs. So again, to just uh, protect the privacy of their users. Cool. Yeah, that's 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 really cool. Um, and um, uh, to that is, 
so right now you can't you're relying on everyone putting in their own data in your tool right there's no data that you can pull from uh, from the game for this right well no but yes so it, it's uh, disputed because there is actually an event point uh, that we could use but that only returns data every hour so it's not enough for the Abyss tracker to reliably get the difference between Abyss runs because in one hour someone might do more runs than one and then there would be no way to uh, to decide which uh, piece of item came from which run. Uh, I have asked TCP to make an endpoint that only returns the cargo hold of the ship but it's uh, updating every few minutes or seconds uh, we are waiting for them to implement it and once they implement it then the Abyss tracker can finally have verified runs. Nice. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Yeah, I saw you asking that question on the um, on the the Eve Partner uh, uh, Discord. Uh, how uh, you know since since uh, we we've both recently uh, I think gotten into there. Uh, what are your th thoughts on that? What do you uh, what do you think about the Eve Partner program? Well, I really love it because it was unexpected. It's like a Christmas gift from CCP. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's more than I see it now. Because I see they are actively engaging their partner community and not just dumping gifts on us. So I see that it's uh, it's like a conversation in there, and uh, I'm I'm really happy for it. Yeah, me too. Same. I, I think uh, it came very unexpected, uh, and it's it's so helpful not only because you know they're helping with Omega and with giveaways for the community, but uh, as you said, that 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 engagement that uh, you see from the community team and and the the effort they're putting in there is uh, is is really really positive, uh, and it has um, you know it, it's it has made me look very positively at content creation uh, for the next year for for Eve. Um, I'm I'm feeling very appreciated at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's the same. But currently I have no idea what to do with the with the giveaways giveaway skins. I will give them away, but uh, I don't know what event I will uh, think. Yeah, because it's not as easy for you as for for us as streamers. <laughs> yeah. If I just say whoever uploads the most runs Exactly, right? It is, but but I have no way of verifying the, the runs. So I cannot I cannot use that. Yeah, people in Eve will game anything, so uh, they will definitely definitely game that system. I've I've looked at your site and the uh, it, it's clear that some people also try to game the leaderboards, right? <laughs> yes, but there is one time when when that happened, and since it never happened before, I approached him with the benefit of the doubt. Yes, benefit of the innocence, or I don't know the saying in English, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, I didn't ban him, I wanted to talk to him first about it. And it turns out that he had an internet issue and he pressed the submit button uh, like with his mouse a lot of times. So it's click, 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 why don't you work? Uh, he was in the process of deleting his excess runs. So I'm, I'm happy to say that until now the Abyss Tracker had no attack from anyone which is an unexpected surprise because my previous eve projects did have attacks just uh not the abyss tracker yeah and i mean in the end you're 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 only quote unquote giving away skins so uh, i mean even if if somebody tried to to hack that it wouldn't be a huge consequence you know <laughs> yeah yeah well i only fear for the integrity of the data because that's the the most value that the Abyss Tracker has. But since I'm giving it away free, there is no really, it's, it's, there is no way of. But I see what you mean. So no one can gain an advantage 
from misplaying the abyss tracker yeah yeah ab ab absolutely but you'll find a way you can always do a random you can always do a random uh, giveaway uh, that people can 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 sign up for or provide provide feedback to you uh, on the site and uh, you can uh, raffle away uh, among the people that that submit any any runs at all or something like that i think i will give them to a community who runs events and then they can make an actual interactive giveaway so yeah exactly since uh, you're already working with uh, with with torvald uh, on there on on his community uh, anyway do you do you um have regular exchanges with uh, with torvald uh, um do you do you guys talk um how does that work not really we, we talked a lot when the abyss record was young now he's occupied with csm stuff right in the summer i had a few months of downtime and i burned out a bit so i i uh, recovered my thoughts now i'm back but we we don't talk with Torvald as much, even though we are friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's CSM besides work and family. Uh, I can only imagine that being a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sure. As as uh, I I would think you profit uh, from from each other and from the community, uh, both of you, um, in terms of uh, development of uh, of content. Yeah, yeah. He he always has uh, good ideas about. And uh, what the community needs, and in what way the abyss tracker should improve. So I know when when Torvald says something, it's it's usually a few hundred people behind him saying the same thing. Nice, nice. That's good. So I, I have I have like a, um, from personal usage, I have a, a question for your for your tool that that I think maybe other people might uh, have as well. And that's um, we had this big patch in September with the new NPCs going into abyss space, right? And um, I see that you have added an an untested tag to your to the fits uh, in the tracker. I still think it's it's quite difficult sometimes to find fits that actually work right now in the current meta. Can you um, talk about that challenge? Is that something you're you're working on? Is that something that um, just can't be helped? That patch quite a surprise when it came with the new tiers. Uh, because I think it was the same patch that brought us destroyers and tier zero and tier six tiers. That was a time when the Abyss Tracker really lagged behind the Eve patch. So it took a good six weeks to actually fully catch up to the Eve patch. But even after all these weeks, it was only working. But it, but all the fits that, that were uploaded to the Abyss Tracker, people couldn't decide whether it works or it doesn't work. So quickly, two most requested features became the comment section and the and this tag on uh, on fits. So I think about a week ago, yes, exactly a week ago, November 3, 1.8 was published, which had the comment section on the fits and also this tag. So by default, I tagged all the fits with untested and the fit uploader has the capacity to switch it to tested or switch back to untested or just say it doesn't work outright. But weirdly, even though it was by far the most requested features, people are not really using it yet. <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, giving it a, a bit of time, like a few weeks. And if people dislike it or I see a drop in in fit usage i might revert it or uh, think about a, a different solution right 
Yeah, I think I, I could uh, I could see that work really well. The 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 piece of information I was missing that I wasn't thinking about is that of course you had to set everything to untested when you implemented it, and now people have to manually set it back, and that's probably why users are seeing a lot of untested fits. Yes, uh, we were talking in Torvalds community about parking fits with a few successful runs automatically tested, but then all those runs may not have encountered all the spawns or all the new rats. So I decided against it because I I uh, just couldn't uh, think of a, a fixed number. Yeah. Like, is it one successful run or is it five? Someone will always have a problem with it. That's why I just uh, set all of them to untested. If in the future, if in the future there is going to be another huge breaking patch, I will just reset all of the fits to untested again. Right. Yeah, I think that, that that makes a lot of sense. And then hopefully enough people use it uh, to to move it back to, to untested. Um, cool. Um, that's that's all the questions I had uh, uh, today. Do you have any... Um... Any shout-outs or any uh, comments that you'd like to send to the community? Yes, one. It's advertisement, if you don't mind. Of course. Okay. Uh, I have been working with the EVNT team, and we have been aiding in the past Alliance tournaments, and we organized and uh, hosted the Alliance Open. I'm sure most of you know it. Yeah. They are now aiming for Twitch Partner Program, and this is why they host uh, daily events. They always have uh, some kind of giveaway. So it's going to be online uh, in the few days or or uh, for a few weeks. It's going to be almost every day. So it's a good idea to check them out. Cool. And so follow their, their channel and tune into their shows, right? For Eve, uh, Eve and T on Twitch. Yes. I also had a part in them. So I, I was actually halting a bit tracker progress for a while because I'm also making the Alliance Open and the previous Alliance tournaments is uh, streaming tools. Awesome, dude! So you're you've got your hands in in in, se in several uh, Eve uh, honey pots there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. it, it's uh, it's it's really fun. Cool. Uh, well, uh, first of all, thank you so much for for agreeing to uh, to come to talk to me today, and uh, also thank you so much for creating that that really really cool tool. Um, to everyone out there that's not uh, yet uh, using it, go out there and uh, not only try it, but log your runs into it. It, it helps everyone. And it, uh, the more data we have, I think, the, the, the better. Uh, and also, if you, um, if you use the tool already, uh, then consider becoming a Patreon or a patron for, for uh, the tool um, I recently did. Uh, and um, uh, you know, if, if you're using it and you want to support content creators, then uh, that's a great way of, uh, of doing that. Awesome. Yeah, and thank you for the patron. Yeah, no, no, no worries at all, uh, Vitor. Thank you so much, and see you, see you around, and good luck with the, with the, uh, with the, with the tool development in the future. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye. So as I said at the beginning of the episode, there's no way that we could have looked at all the tools out there today. Uh, I'm sure there are some fantastic tools that I uh, may have missed today or that are good alternatives to the ones presented today. So if you do know of them, uh, do let me know on, uh, on, on Twitter at Oz underscore in underscore Eve or on our Discord on Twitch or YouTube or any of the other social media channels.
Let me also take this opportunity to say thank you uh, to all of the developers out there that are creating these tools. You're making the community better. You're making everyone's gaming experience better. And uh, I um, uh, appreciate what you're doing uh, immensely. One thing I also include in every episode is a recommendation on uh, good items to trade in. And today, because we have the Winter Nexus event going on, I want to talk about uh, agency boosters. So the Hard Shell, Overclocker and Paralensia. Uh, they increase your uh, tank or your damage or your capacitor. And often they're given out as uh, rewards from various events, uh, but also as login rewards. So you will see um, not only very steady demand on these, but a varying supply. So every time these show up at a, uh, as a reward, the supply goes up immensely and the price drops quite sharply. So what uh, you can do is uh, keep a lookout for this, um, uh, look at the new events that are going on, look at the login rewards, and then uh, when you see them pop up, um, you can see how far they drop in price and then start buying uh, a little bit or a lot uh, up depending on your capital. And typically, because these are very useful and because demand uh, is quite steady on these, they will slowly rise in price again until the next event. Um, so uh, I love trading in these. Uh, finally, they're also great because they come in dose one through four. So again, just kind of like the filaments, you have different tiers. So um, there's something there for every wallet. Um, if you're investing 1 million or 1 billion or 100 billion, uh, you will find a market that is uh, big enough um, and uh, and a price level that fits your, your wallet. So have a look out for Agency Hardshell, uh, Pyrolancia and Overclocker um, boosters. All right, that's it for episode two of Climbing the Curve. Thank you all for um, tuning in. Uh, you will have noticed that uh, I have a new um, podcast out here on the same stream and that is called The Oz Report and that's going to be the weekly market update that I record live from my Twitch stream uh, every Monday. So um, yeah, go check that out if you want to profit from short-term market movements based on uh, patches and updates and events that are going on. Um, that will be about 10, 11, 12 minutes long every week uh, and uh, will be automatically hitting your podcast feed if you're subscribed to uh, Climbing the Curve. If you would like to support uh, what I'm doing here, then uh, go to patreon.com slash ozeve and there we have uh, various tiers with uh, various rewards for backers of the show. So let me take this opportunity to specifically thank uh, the tycoon level patrons Rashid, Frosty Goblin, Zena Jax, Laddie, Geary, Clunky, Leo Sagan, and Crazy Dizzy. I appreciate your support massively. Thank you also to Martin who helped me out with the audio on this episode. Um, check out his SoundCloud profile at soundcloud.com slash blame Uzi. I will link that on the Discord as well. If you would like to check out the live stream on Twitch, then join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday around 8.30 p.m. UTC. So that's Eve time. All right. Until then, thanks for tuning in and y'all go out there and make that disc.